Hi, everyone, and welcome to the COVID-19 Vaccine Show, the number one COVID-19 podcast in the world, radio show in the world. And I'm excited to welcome the room, Dr. Mark Hayden. Dr. Mark, how are you? I'm feeling great today. Yeah, absolutely. And I wanted to jump in some quick questions. First of all, I guess the news that came out yesterday that they're making the vaccine more and more mandatory as uh, they're going to make it so that you're going to have to get vaxxed if you're, wor- you have a, you're working a job, right? Or you work for a company the way that they are making it by January 4th, that, that mandate, the vaccine mandate. What are your thoughts on that? You know, people who have already had a natural infection are not going to be transmissible. People who are vaccinated and have not had an infection can still be transmissible. So the person who is a threat to the other people on the workforce are people who have not had natural infections. Now, to go and fire people who are public servants, who are employees, who are human beings, when they are not a threat, that is not That's not fair, it's not just, it's not an expression of their individual rights. If you had a natural infection and you are not transmissible, you have every right to be in the workplace. There's no rationale or justification to keep you out of the workplace. And the CDC, when they do not wanna include, you know, under the word vaccinated, any type of anybody who's had a natural infection has actually been immunized. They need to change their language. Uh, this is not, these things are not being done for, to pre- prevent transmission. They're being done for political ends. And that really has a very devastating impact on the people. You're seeing people, even from the Los Alamos laboratory, who lost their job, you're seeing policemen, you're seeing firemen, you're seeing healthcare workers who lost their job because they would not get a vaccine that they did not need if they already had a natural infection. That is a slap in the face to people who were servants of the public. And, you know, one of the things that the law has always stated is people have a right to be employed. You know, Neil, if I violate your employment rights, if I unjustly terminate you or interfere in your contractual relations, that is a that is a tort. But what you're getting from the CDC is the CDC is now able to interfere in people's ability to hold a job when they're not a threat of being transmissible. And that is just not fair. And it's it's going to have a very serious backlash. People are not going, they're going to lose a lot of confidence in their government. Now, you know, a lot of people would say, I don't have a lot of confidence in the U.S. government for decades, but, and that may be true, but um, that's going to wake people up to who is really running the United States government, and it's not them. Interesting. Okay. So that's one point that you're making today um, is the fact that this is crazy, the mandate. Now, what about now we're hitting into November? It's getting colder out everywhere in the country. Do you see a spike happening in cases of COVID during this the winter months or not? Okay, I think you're seeing several things 
from an economic standpoint. You heard that Moderna share price went down, correct? Yes. Moderna had some problems with its vaccine over in Europe. This idea that you're going to be constantly revaccinating everybody in the United States every three to six months is probably just a pipe dream. Now, now Pfizer has come out with another new antiviral drug, which they claim is going to be highly effective, like 89% of preventing hospitalizations. And you're likely to see antivirals play a larger role a year from now. But I still think, Neil, that in the United States, you will not see intramuscular vaccines being given a year from now. Okay. I think it, the, the number of intramuscular vaccines will be very low. I think that the reason that the government or those in control of the government wanted everybody vaccinated was that you do not have a control group. Okay. All right. So jump, we jump from that, uh, Dr. Hayden, uh, you talked can about. I, so, to can that. I do the share screen? Yeah, I sure, wanted to sure. share a very important article with you. Sure. Let me do that. Okay. Let's just go ahead and do our share screen. Yeah. I have and, uh, okay. I got the share screen. Let's see. So I you, don't, you, don't, you don't see an increase in cases coming anytime soon. You know, there's, the, the, the country of China is going to be very interesting. China only reported 100,000 cases, natural infections of COVID. And China did more testing than any other country on the face of the world. However, the virus has continued to mutate since last year into a more and more transmissible form. In theory... China did give out 2 billion doses, 2.2 billion doses of vaccine. However, those people should still be transmissible, meaning that in China, you should get a massive amount of transmission at some point when their other mechanisms cannot, cannot uh, contain it. Now, the Chinese government officially did not practice coercion. You, you, do you know what coercion is? Yes, yes. Let's try to really, yes. Really, in, in the United States, if you've already had a natural infection, then you're being coerced if you're threatened with the loss of your job into getting a vaccine that you don't need if you're not transmissible and you've had a natural infection. That's coercion. That is really against a vaccination being voluntary. Well, that's what you know, that's part of the Nuremberg standards. You know, it's forcing people to engage in, in medical practices that do them no benefit or not benefit to other people. And, and part of that is, uh, but in China, I think we're likely to see, China is going to be a testing ground. Uh, I think the Chinese people as a whole will probably do real well, even if it gets widely transmitted, because so many of them had some sort of vaccination. They had the most aggressive vaccination program. I think the actual number of death rates will not be that high. And I think there'll be a tendency to underreport uh, the actual number of cases and, and illnesses related to that. Okay. So yeah, I think, yeah. But, but hey, I want us to look at yeah. this. this. This is an awesome video and I want to, can you see, am I sharing yeah. my screen with you yes. now? Yes. Okay, let's go through this screen. and. You know, I plan by next week 
to be able to present this other COVID patent. Now, when I present this other COVID patent, you know, God willing, hopefully it will be next week. I don't expect to get wealthy out of it, but it will raise issues uh, of, of how you can get by without using masks and stop transmission. But this article is very impressive. And address the COVID-19 threat, hindsight. Did you hear that? Yeah. It's still very much underway. For your consideration, a story and outcome you probably aren't hearing much about anywhere else. It takes place in the heart of Amish country. Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. Thousands of families lead lives largely that, separate from modern America. The Amish are a Christian group that emphasizes the virtuous over the superficial. They don't usually drive, use electricity, or have TVs. And during the COVID-19 outbreak, they became subjects in a massive social and medical experiment. So it's safe to say there was a whole different approach here in this community when coronavirus broke. Did you get that, Neil? That's still going. All right, let me look out in many other places. Absolutely. Calvin Lapp is Amish Mennonite. There's three things the Amish don't like, and that's government. They won't get involved in the government. They don't like the public education system. They won't send their children to education. And they, they also don't like the health system. Uh, they, they rip us off. Those are three things that we feel like we're fighting against all the time. Well, those three things are all part of loading again soft editor it's a new way to watch tv for free it's live local news live sports another guy tv shows cold favorites viral videos did you hear that yeah so there's an ad still and then it's going you're gone yeah this will get back to it here it is hold on feel like we're fighting against all the time well those three things are all part of what COVID is after a short shutdown last year, the Amish chose a unique path that led to COVID-19 tearing through at warp speed. It began with an important religious holiday in May. When they take communion, they, 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 they dump their wine into a cup and they take turns to drink out of that cup. So you go the whole way down the line and everybody drinks out of that cup. So if one person has coronavirus, the rest of the church is gonna get coronavirus. First time they went back to church, Everybody got coronavirus. Is that not amazing? Yeah. What he's really saying there is that the Amish religious practices of sharing communion allow them to give everybody oral inoculation back right. in May of 2020. Wow. That is stunning. Lapp says they weren't denying coronavirus. They were facing it head on. It's a worse thing to quit working than dying. But to shut down and say that we can't go to church, we can't get together with family, we can't see our old people in the hospital, we gotta quit working. You're working, it's going completely against everything that we believe. And you're changing our culture completely to try to act like they wanted us to act the last year. And we're not gonna do it. Really, Neil, that is true of so many religions in the United States. Right. Correct. You know, basically, they told people that they were going to shut down their right to political assembly. 
They're going to shut down their right to, to assemble together and worship. If people want to do things, that's their choice. It's their life. You know, depression was so bad in 2020, there were 90,000 overdoses. And many of those overdoses were middle-aged and young people. Right. Lost decades off their life expectancy. And, you know, this is, but at any rate, we'll just finish this. Steve Nolt is a scholar on Amish and Mennonite culture and Mennonite himself. He's studying Amish news publications to analyze community-wide trends. So are you saying as of about May of 2020, things kind of went back to normal in the Amish community? Yeah, it's kind of by, by, by the middle of May, it's sort of like back to a typical behavior again. That also meant avoiding hospitals. I know of some cases in which Amish people like refused to go to the hospital, even when they were very sick, because if they went there, they wouldn't be able to have visitors. And it was more important to be sick, even very sick at home, uh, and have the ability to have uh, some people around you than to go to the hospital and be isolated. We had people that were dying in nursing homes, separated from their children, their wives, by government mandate. That's never happened in 200 years. You know, if somebody, I mean, it boggles the imagination that you could, you could take away people's right. You could force people to die alone. Right. That's just God awful. Then last March, remarkable news. The Lancaster County Amish were reported to be the first community to achieve herd immunity, meaning a large part of the population had been infected with COVID-19 and become immune. Some outsiders are skeptical and solid proof is hard to come by. Even those who, who believed that they had COVID uh, tended not to get tested. Um, their approach tended to be, uh, I'm sick, I know I'm sick, I don't have to have someone else tell me I'm sick. Uh, or um, a concern that if they um, you know, got a positive test, they would then be asked to really dramatically limit what they were doing in a way that um, you know, might be uncomfortable for them. So, so we don't have that testing number. We didn't want the numbers to go up because then they would shut things more. What, what's the advantage of getting a test? One thing's clear, there's no evidence of any more deaths among the Amish than in places that shut down tight. Some claim there were fewer here. That's without masking, staying at home, or another important measure. Did most of the community, at least the adults, get the COVID-19 vaccine? Again, we don't have uh, data on that, but um, I, I think it's uh, pretty clear that, um, that in percentage terms, uh, relatively few did. They were actually inoculating themselves. They would be at a big table. They'd be sharing water together. They'd be, they'd be passing a plate of food, like a bowl of potatoes, right. breathing all over it. It would be made in the back by, by somebody who was infected, and literally the food would have... When they would have communal settings, they were eating food that was contaminated with large amounts of, of COVID virus. So literally, but yeah, it's just. Well, we're glad all the English people got their COVID vaccines. That's great because now we can do, we don't have to wear a mask. We can do what we want. So good for you. Thank you. We appreciate it. We, us, no, we're not getting vaccines. Of course not. We all got the COVID. So why, why would you get a vaccine? Yeah.
Yes, he's right. Why would you get a vaccine? If you've already had the natural infection, the only reason when we're in regular, quote, English society, you can lose your job if you're not, quote, compliant with whatever the powers that be want from you. That's a problem. That really means that our society doesn't have a respect for our right to work for even when we're not a threat to other people. Right. That's it's a terrible insult. Exactly. By staying open, the Amish here have one tangible 2020 accomplishment few others can claim. We, we, we have this joke when everybody else stopped, started walking, we started running. We made more money in the last year than we ever did. It was our best year ever. Did the Amish really find a magic formula? They say yes, and they don't care who doubts it. Yeah, all the Amish know we got herd immunity. (laughs) Of course we got herd immunity. When the whole church gets coronavirus, we know we got coronavirus. Yes, we think we're smarter than everybody. I mean, shouldn't be bragging, but we, we think we did the right thing. In many ways, you know, God talks about taking care of sparrows. Right. God took care of the Amish. Exactly. So, and, you know, the, the Amish did not die alone in a nursing home. They didn't die alone in an ICU where their families weren't allowed to see them. There may have been some Amish that developed respiratory disease, but much of the Amish was actually formed early in May when it was not that, wasn't that severe a pathogenic virus. And they had it on their food and they did get exposure. It was spread through their food. Right. And you'd have the little woman who was in the back making food for her children and her grandchildren and her neighbors. And she'd be breathing it all over her food. She'd go out and she'd serve them. And they were and she was actually protecting them. So, you know, the Amish were basically their lifestyle helped protect them. And they did achieve immunity. Now, the sad part about it is the Amish are not going to be forced into vaccination, but then they don't need a job out in the rest of the world either. Exactly. Now, I'm not Amish. And, and Neil, I take it you're not Amish either, are you? No. Okay. So, I mean, that's not the, I like electricity. I like the internet. Um, but what is going on is not, um, there's a lot that the Amish could teach the CBC. Right. Okay. So based on that, we pretty much have shown that natural immunity is better than the vaccine refusal to even bring that out on major channels. So what's the recommendation moving forward? If you're mandated to take the vaccine, what should you do, Dr. Mark? You know, you have to do your risk of having a side effect is very low with the vaccines under most situations. The mandate is really there not to prevent you from being transmissible if you've already had a natural infection. It's to force you into social compliance. And really, if you need to get vaccinated to keep your job, if you have bills to pay and a mortgage, you're getting vaccinated not to prevent transmission if you've had a natural infection. You're getting vaccinated to pay your mortgage. Unfortunately, the government won't even cover you for any side effects you might have. Although they would be rare, that would be nice. Now, wouldn't it be nice if if, uh, Biden said that if any federal 
employee or federal employee of a federal contractor has a side effect, they are permanently covered. Right. That would be nice. I mean, you're asking, Biden's asking them to get something that they don't need. Exactly. So shouldn't he, shouldn't he be responsible if they have any side effects? I would say, yeah. Yeah. But he won't even give them that. So, Dr. Mark, we finish every show. The natural immunity, another thing I think I'm going to put Amish, that'll be a perfect title for this COVID-19 vaccine show. Amish reach herd immunity through natural infection. That natural infection is the best bet. And you have an important thing next week to bring out. But as you close every episode, you have something to say. You know, I like this section on Amish. And usually I want you to edit this and make it nice and polished. Right. Get out our bad sections. Yeah, we will. This was presented because it's on the alternate spectrum. You know, a lot of the things that I do are highly technical, uh, whether it's antigens found in stool supply in Missouri. uh, But what really matters in life, and we, I try to discuss this on every episode, is that my days are numbered and your days are numbered. And we need to make the most use of every day. We need to have a purpose in life and, and try to do that as best we can. And we need, you know, one of the strange things about me, I like Amish people. I like Chinese people, too, from the Communist Party. That, those are different extremes, but I still respect those people and I respect their point of view. We need to have tolerance for other people. And the idea of firing people, I mean, it's just when they're not a threat to other people, it's just awful. But at any rate, putting that aside, make the most, my days are numbered. I want to make the most use of every day I have. And your hope and prayer for me should be, not that I live any a day longer, but that I make the most use of every day I have. Neil, I hope you, you and your family are doing well and healthy and um, make the most of today. All right. And I hope for next week that we can get back and we'll be talking, God willing, about some very technical issues. Uh, that are on the other spectrum of, and that are from the Amish spectrum that just, you know, they're not scientists and they're not real deep into science, but I still like them. Yeah. All right. So that was a great COVID-19 vaccine show, guys. Take care, everybody.